This is Comedy Forecast, episode 535, Escape from Pasta Place, chapter 20. The Comedy Forecast Network. Let's dog ear this for now. The fifth annual Comedy Forecast April Podcast Today Spectacular is sponsored by its Patreon patrons. Thank you. If you'd like to become a patron for as little as a dollar and receive episodes before everyone else, visit patreon.com slash comedy forecast, all one word with the number four, or click on the Patreon link on the comedy forecast homepage. Now on with the show. Escape from Pasta Place, Chapter 20, Not So Instant Replay. Last chapter, Detective Hart accused Garfield Lucky Dubois, mayor of Grass Side Green, of being responsible for the One Pasta Place disaster. But the mayor had an airtight alibi. Fortunately, Miss Abby Fallmacher claimed she now knew who was responsible for the building and its traps. Dashing back to Midling Fair, Abby persuaded the owner of Midling Fair's 23-hour security service and three-armed t-shirt outlet store to let her have access to the store's security office. The gang is gathered in the office, surrounded by monitors, recording devices, and cameras. Not really into all this high-tech security stuff. Give me a reliable notebook, good pair of shoes, and an unlimited no-questions-asked expense account, and I can solve a crime without all this fancy security camera stuff. I'm still confused. Why exactly are we here? This building has several security cameras pointed at one pasta place. Wow! Does that mean I was on security TV? That's even better than being on public access. If I'm right, the answers we need are on the security footage taken by the cameras. Now, who can operate this equipment? I've got it. Well, I don't get it. What in the Sam Hill are you talking about? Put on your thinking cap. Cap, who were the only two people that were there the entire time that we knew nothing about? How many guesses do I get? One, Chad and Annette Baker. Now wait a second, isn't that two guesses? Maybe she's grading on a curve. Ferret Candy's Ohio, my foot. Yeah, about that, I was... Like, it is weird that they were, like, the only ones without a, like, escape room to solve. Hold on a second. Let me see if I got this straight. You're saying that that nice couple... The ones that no one could possibly suspect might be the ones responsible for all this? I don't know, that's a pretty radical idea. Let's find out. Show me the footage from about three minutes before the building blew up when we started jumping off the front steps. Here it is. Yes, I see the huge trampolines. And here comes Chad. 
he hits the trampoline and... Uh... Hang on a second. That can't be right. Run it again. Chad hits the trampoline and he passes right through it. How did I not see that? The fog, it blocked your view. And here comes Annette. She hits and... Well, I'll be. She passed through like a spoonful of Metamucil. Fast forward a few minutes after everyone else has landed. See, basically, fast forward is funny. This is where we all went off with heart. Not every all of us. Chad and Annette decided to exit leave to go back to Ferret Candies, Ohio, USA. Oh, yeah. How about that? I Let's see what happens when we part ways. There we go. And there they go. I think your high-tech equipment is a bunch of hooey. It looks like they just vanished. <gasps> Are they a Vegas act? Are they Siegfried and Roy Clark? Do they have a tiny Vegas in Ferret Candies, Ohio? About that! It's an anagram! I love anagrams, especially with s'mores. Cap is really good at them. Yep. Turns out learning how to read by using a defective version of Fun with Dance Jan Kid makes all the difference. Dance Jan Kid? Fun with Dick and Jane. Now, Cap, what did you make out of ferret candies? Decanter fries. No, wait, that's that's not it. Um, oh yeah, Far Side Center. Far Side Center? That's that insane adventure we had last year. Well, if that's true, that means the ones behind all this are. Suddenly, the video monitor changes showing Drevik Naff and Shonksa Kree. These are the two aliens who caused so much trouble for the gang a year ago. Oh, how very clever. You figured it out. Shonksa Kree, Drevik Naff. What's this all about? After the incident on your moon last year, we were forced to resign from the Seven Worlds Amusement Collective. We have been planning our revenge ever since. We wanted to be there to see our glorious victory. But you would have recognized us. And that funky smell. What was that? <laughs> nothing, nothing. So, we used a pair of innocent-looking holograms as our avatars. Basically, that doesn't rock. If you were trying to trap us in the building... Why didn't you just keep the doors locked when we solved the puzzles? Please! We may be vengeful creatures from another world, but we are not bad sports. We play fair. Unfortunately, you were able to solve all of our puzzles. Well, except the one we had for Giles. You didn't let him come to the party. Of course, that explains why the eighth floor was just an empty room. Hold on. Like my broken calculator, something doesn't quite add up here. That doesn't explain the mysterious voice that called me and warned me about all this. Oh, do you mean this voice? You see, we came up with a mystery to keep you occupied. 
so you couldn't spend time trying to figure out how to rescue everyone in the building. Well, that's easy. There's probably a manual crank for the scissor lift somewhere in the utility room. Really? Now you tell us? Now we are bankrupt. This plan drained all of our resources. You have one fall locker. We are ruined. I hope you are happy. Actually, I'm ecstatic. Ah, goodbye. Basically, wow. Well, that's settled. What say we get out of here and back to the Venus Arms? Oh, Giles must have been so bored while we were gone. Ooh, and remember, it's Friday. That means Chef will be putting out his Earth-world-famous all-you-can-eat margarine buffet. Yum! And so, dear listener, we leave the quiet little town of Middling Fair with many answers revealed and others left dangling just out of reach. Will the coming year bring more clarity, culminating in another multi-part story? Could be... But for now, I bid you a good day. I said good day. Moments later, in a secure, undisclosed location. Mayor Dubois Jr. on line one. Thank you, thank you, Cheryl. Mr. Mayor, it's an honor, sir. And, uh, how can my secret and uh, totally illegal operation assist the good people of um, um, uh, Grassfield Heights? Um, uh, That's grass. Oh, yes. Now I remember. Green. And you can help me by helping me with a top secret plan. Uh, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, you do realize that we only do the covert operations, don't you? Oh, this is covert. It's covert, all right. If you looked up covert in the dictionary... Wait... Do you have a dictionary handy? Because this won't work unless you can look it up. I'm going to ask you to cut to the chase. Of course. My covert plan, which is covert, involves erasing the very existence of middling fair. Wow. Really? That's how we're ending this whole story? What, what, but some kind of Marvel post credit scene? All right. Fine. Whatever. It's not my podcast. In this episode, the part of The Story Announcer was played by Gary J. Chambers. Remember, you can support Comedy Forecast for as little as a dollar and receive episodes before everyone else. Visit patreon.com slash comedy forecast, all one word, with the number four. Thank you. As always, this is Sir Patrick Stewart. And I'm Clinton. Saying, that's, that's it. it. We're, We're done, 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 done. done. Bye-bye. Bye.